Hello friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 366 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm answering the question, do you need a coach? There's such hard marketing out there. People be like, coaches need coaches and everything needs coaches. But do you? But do you? We're taking a deep dive this episode and hopefully you walk away with some answers. All this and more, but first, hey DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it poppin'. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. What up, my podcast people? Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of my favorite podcast. Legit, folks, I am so grateful that you listen to me and... You share stories, and it's just like, and now you're sharing stories, and you put my little GIF, GIF, I don't even know how it's pronounced, but you put the little videos of me on the stories, and it's just like, damn, I have the best people. For those of you that don't know, uh, Lex flew out here, she was doing some work with Anna, and then stopped by on her way home, stayed out here for like two or three days, and filmed some GIF, GIFs of me and uploaded them. And so now if you go into Instagram or on Giphy, Jiffy, I literally don't know how it's pronounced, but if you go onto that thing uh, or you search it in Instagram in the stickers when you're going to make a story, if you type in the movement maestro, no spaces, you will see a bunch of GIF GIFs of me pop up. It is so freaking cool. And next time she's out here, we're going to record some more. When I say record, you literally record them and then upload them. If you like, take the background out and then uh, upload them. So we will record some more. If you have any requests, please go ahead and submit them. But this is all started because I wanted to say thank you for listening. It is so fucking dope to me. And thank you for the reviews and the stars. If you haven't left a review or some stars yet, I would love it. I, I literally go and read every single one, and it does actually help other people to find the podcast. It's kind of like the Instagram algorithm, right? When things get comments, when things get likes, it bumps it up in the algorithm and says like, hey, this is good content. So if you think this is good content that maybe other people could benefit from, I would love if you dropped a little testimonial. I almost said dropped a testy. That's, that's wrong. That, that's staying in the podcast episode, but that's also wrong. Uh, but I would love if you drop the testimonial uh, or some stars and just just thank you. So today we're going to talk about what happens or rather do you need to hire a coach? I wanted to say what happens when you hire a coach, but that's not really what we're going to talk about this episode. We're going to talk about do you need to hire a coach? And full disclosure, full transparency, I am not using this episode to solicit my services or, or anything like that or I don't even know if that's the right word. I'm not trying to promote my services. Uh, I'm actually quite full right now. And this is what got me thinking about this. And, you know, do you need to have a coach? And the benefit of having a coach and how I see it marketed 
or you know hiring a coach how I see it marketed and I figured let me hop on the old the old microphone and and share my thoughts so we're gonna break this episode into two parts the first part's gonna be kind of about this discussion this a discussion about like do you need to and the realities of things and kind of how I see things marketed and then I'm gonna go into five things that I believe you will get by hiring a coach at least you should get from hiring a coach or could get from hiring a good coach. Uh, but we'll start off with the kind of my realistic view to this, and then we'll go into the, the other stuff. So first off, what I see in the online space as it relates to coaching and marketing for coaching and advertising for coaching is, you know, it's very, I'm not surprised, but it's this fear-based approach, right? The FOMO, the like, you need this. If you don't have this, this is what's going to happen, versus the kind of positive possibility-driven model where it's like, hey, if you think this is something that could benefit that you're interested in, this is how it could help. Right? There's a very big difference in, in that type of language. And we definitely see things leaning towards the fear base. But if you're listening to this, you're my people. And I, I feel very confident that that's not the marketing that you're using. And also you probably feel icky about that kind of marketing. So I'm sure you've seen it and maybe... Maybe you have been able to identify it, or maybe you haven't. You just know you felt some kind of way, right? That's very valid, those gut kind of feelings. Uh, and largely, it's because it's a fear-based marketing that just really isn't the way. So a few things that I have to, that I believe about coaching. So number one, no, you do not need to hire a coach. You don't need to do anything besides like eat, sleep, and like maybe, you know, interact with humans and, and breathe. Like you don't need to hire a coach. The second point here is that I see kind of that mantra, coaches need coaching. And again, that word to me is, is uh, it bothers me. Coaches could benefit from having a coach. And I think that we've all probably used that phrase either as a way to kind of solicit our own services, right, market our own services, or to uh, kind of justify why we have a coach, even though we don't need to justify it. But if we do feel like we do, like, because, oh, we are a coach, but then, like, I, what are people going to think if I have a coach? And so let me just use this phrase of coaches need coaches. Like, let's take that back. You, again, you need to eat, sleep, poop, and, you know, breathe. And, and I want to say interact with humans. It's very, very – interact with other living things. It's very important. Right? But you don't need a coach, and coaches don't need coaches. Can people benefit from them? Absolutely. Are coaches some sort of like magical, you know, I don't know, that's not even the word magical, like maybe omnipotent gatekeepers? No, I, I actually don't think so. And Kathy Sierra did a phenomenal post. I'm just thinking about this right now off the top of my head. Kathy Sierra did a phenomenal post. I think we linked it in a previous episode. And I'm going to, Courtney, if you could link it again. She basically did a post that was about what if, like, you know, we've been doing it wrong this whole time? What if people have succeeded in spite of our best efforts, not because of our best efforts? Like, you know, what if traditional coaching actually, and she's largely in the horse world now. And uh, I'm going to bring her back on the podcast, by the way, folks, but she lives on an island and they got some storms and then they have like one electricity that became zero electricity. And so when things, when it's, when it's spring, like officially spring, then I'll bring her back on. But uh, Courtney, if you could link that post, um, it's phenomenal. So if we kind of think about that, like do coaches need coaches? Do people need coaches? I don't know. I, I really don't think that's the right word. Can people perhaps benefit from them? Could they benefit from having a coach? Sure. And I'll go into five points 
and five ways in which I think people benefit, could benefit from having a coach in the second half of this episode. But uh, you don't, let's, let's, let's kind of move away from that, that language. The next point here is my opinion that you are not guaranteed success outside of the things you know, that are within your control by hiring a coach. Like I see this with the online space and it seems like people think if they hire a coach, they hire me, they hire Jill, whoever, that they're automatically going to succeed. Like it's just a given because they've invested and now like the universe is like, yes, you gave your money and now you're going to get a win. And that's not the case. I do believe that that coaches can promise or they can guarantee success within parameters. They can guarantee growth within parameters. So that's actually one of the lines that I use on the sales page for the intensive. It's like, you know, six weeks of guaranteed growth and I don't know, a few other things. But it's a qualifier there. Right? There's a ton of personal growth that will happen in, within the intensive, a ton of it, if the person shows up and does the things, which we all know. Like the qualifier is not if you do the things. The qualifier is that we're talking about growth and success related to the things that are within your control. So personal growth, personal development is 100% within your control. Business success isn't just solely about your efforts. It's about the market. It's about other people and what they want and what, you know, is happening in the world. So while a coach could help you with your marketing to help try and convey a story to people and help, you know, help you use language that people, the public better understands, the reality is that coach doesn't have any say over the market. That coach doesn't have any say over like if Instagram breaks, like if it just like went away. So when you hire a coach, you are only guaranteed success or they can only guarantee you success within things that are in your control. Namely, those things are going to be your, af- your attitude and your effort. This is something I will forever remember from my soccer coach is that he would, one of my soccer coaches, is he would say, that's all you can control is your at- attitude and your effort. You can't control the weather. You can't control the other team. You can't control the refs. All you can control is your attitude and your effort. And so, you know, I, I firmly believe this. I think that we, we understand this when we think about sport, that like a coach doesn't play the game for you. So they can't like guarantee 100% that you are going to win. Or rather, if you just show up, you will not win. Right? We know that, that if there is some sort of guarantee, if we know that there's like a winning team, if we know that this coach has more success, you're still going to have to go and work and do things. It's not like the coach is rigging stuff. I hope not. Right. So I think that's something really, really big to understand. I think we know that when it comes to sport and that we're in the online space because there are things that are unknown to us, unfamiliar to us or, you know, largely out of our control. We kind of think that if we hire someone and that that we can control them or that we're going to get a win. And I really want to make sure that everyone understands, everyone listening to this understands that the guaranteed success that you're going to have with that coach relates to domains that are within your control that like that that's it the last point here is and i have a question mark next to it is it a shortcut i think some people would say kind of i think about this with you know taking the getting my ocs what does it stand for orthopedic clinical specialist so i I went and got that and a lot of people do a residency in order to get that and i was like fuck that shit i am just going to study for this and take the test and that's what i did 
Uh, but people will take the residency, and and one of the things, one of the ways that the mar- that the residencies are marketed, is that like basically it expedites things that you can get like three years of experience in one. And I was like, that is just absolutely not science math. Like maybe this is some Back to the Future type shit. Like that doesn't like, like, you can't do that. You will only get three years of experience in three years because that's how time work so I, I think you know they were trying to say better things but you know they didn't convey their message very well with that so as it relates to is hiring a coach a shortcut I think the answer is yes and no I think it's this is a relative shortcut not an absolute shortcut and it would behoove you the listener or someone anyone thinking of hiring a coach to really think about it in terms of that right so one of the things I think may happen when people hire a coach is they think like on an absolute scale that if I hire this coach, it's going to expedite my process, expedite this process compared to everyone else's and compared to this absolute scale. So I'm going to be able to do what most people do in five years, in two years. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think it's more so that you'll be able to do what you could do on your own that would have taken you five years. You'll do it in less time for you. But that thing that took you five years may take someone else two years. It may take someone else 10 years. So it's a relative scale. It's not an absolute scale in terms of, you know, shortcutting things. So I think that you, the listener, I have a super savvy audience. I think you know this inherently, but I want to put this out there and I want to use this language specifically and really, you know, tease these things out. Because the prices of things are really expensive. My shit is expensive, right? I My legacy that, that Jill and I run is a $7,500 investment. That's not fucking cheap. And so that in mind, when we have people who sign up for this, I want them to go in understanding all of this and having you know all of their expectations managed. I, I know there are programs out there that are $15,000, $25,000, and I... I just want to put this out there in case it hasn't been said. You know, for me, safety is a big value and it's also something that I value very much. And financial safety comes into play with that. And I just absolutely hate the thought of people going into financial debt and ruin thinking that they're going to get this expedited trajectory, thinking that they're going to get this guaranteed success. And that's just not the case. It's not. So, you know, this is why I put this stuff in the first half of the episode. So if you don't get through anything else, at least you got through this. Okay, so let's go to the flip side and what I believe you will get, could get, should get if you hire a good coach. So I got five points here. Number one, I think this is probably the most important. Yeah, well, I'll just say that. I think it's the most important. Uh, I think number five is going to be the most is going to be very important as well. But number one, the most important reason, and I think the number one reason people hire a coach is to share their expertise. That being said, if we flip that, anyone who's listening to this who has their own businesses, their own business, you got to be ahead of your people. That bullshit of like you just got to be one step ahead immediately. No, you need expertise. You got to be like fifty steps ahead. You all know that I'm never about, uh, rather, you all know that I'm very much about doing the thing, taking messy action. And I say this because most of the people that I'm, you know, talking with, they have expertise and they're like, I have one person in particular I'm thinking about, she's 10 years into things and I'm like, chick, you are fucking great, go. 
But if you're just starting out and, you know, if you have imposter syndrome and you're one day into treating, that's called justified humility. Like you just, you're not that good yet. You don't know if your shit works. So you do need to be ahead of your people. You do need to have proficiency and expertise with this. And yes, I'm not here to say that, or rather, no, I'm not here to say that, you know, you should not start a, a clinic av- right out of school. I personally wouldn't. I would actually... So yes, I am here to say that, but I'm not here to say that because you don't have the expertise. I'm here to say that because it is so stressful to be learning multiple things at once, to be learning how to try and actually manage patients, to learn how to acquire patients, to learn how to run a business, to learn how to actually get people better and try to learn all of that at the same time. That is just, that is like, wow, you're going to be marketing, you're going to be fucking cleaning the place as well. You're going to, that's a lot. So I don't recommend starting a business because right out of school because of that. Not because I'm necessarily just assuming you don't have the expertise, right? Because you are very far ahead of the average Joe when you come out of school. Because you just spent three years learning shit. So, like, you are ahead. But I, I do want to put it out there that part of being successful in business is being very good at what you do. And that comes from having that expertise. And this is the number one reason that I personally would hire a coach is because of their expertise. So when I think about these episodes and I think about really anything I'm going to post, anything I'm going to share, I want to see if what I'm thinking holds up across like as many different scenarios as possible. And so for me, I'm thinking about business coaching, but I'm like, does this statement hold up with sports? Because I have a coach right now, right? I have, I don't have a business coach and I've actually never had a business coach, but I 100% have a volleyball coach. Right, and again, I started it not because I thought I needed one, but because Jill was like, hey, let's go do this thing. And then I stayed with it because I saw the value of it. And I get to meet people and it made sense. And the number one thing coming out of that that made it make sense was, was Coach Steven, he was the best fucking coach ever, was him sharing his expertise. He's been at those highest levels. He's played at those highest levels. And he's able to communicate at you know these, these high-level concepts and you know, in a very Greg Cook way, right? Greg Cook, is, to me, is a phenomenal coach, phenomenal teacher because he can say things in so many different ways, meaning he can make it digestible for so many different types of people with, you know, such different different backgrounds, different learning styles and things like that. So tying into sharing their expertise, right, is they got to be a good fit. So I've spoken about this a ton in other episodes and also my in my Instagram posts, but this is this concept of especially fitting, you know, sharing values and you wanting to, you know, there's some aspirational quality, perhaps you want to be like them, you like their lifestyle, you want the success that they have had. Uh, so I think that that is an important factor with them, with them sharing their expertise and they're able to want, they're, they're able to make it a good fit, but they're able to, uh, what is the word I want to use? Um, they're able to structure it for you, right? They make it specific to you. So it's tough if you have a coach that's like, just do what I did. That can work if what worked for them works for you. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like loosely saying that. Um, but ideally, when they're saying do, you know, do what I did, they're able they're breaking it down, they're actually coaching you in that. And there can be value in that. And that can work out great if what worked for them will work for you. You have the same thing. So like, you know, I'm thinking about the online space. There is definitely, you know, 
things that help people succeed in the online space. It can be the thing that they're selling. Certain things sell themselves. It could be the way that the person looks. It could be when they started this, right? For me, I definitely have a leg up because I started this, you know, in 2014. That in mind, if I just coach people and I'm like, well, just like do what I did. Like, what, what, what does that mean? Like fucking start eight years ago? That is not helpful, right? And I am very charismatic. I'm great on camera. I understand these things. I can't just say, hey, just do this and do it exactly the same way that I did it. If the person that I'm coaching is not that great with camera and on camera and on video. So my approach will be great for someone who wants my approach, who wants, especially for someone who, you know, has a similar disposition as I do. Someone who loves being, you know, loves using social media. That's going to be an even better fit. I run the intensive. So I'm coaching, you know, over 400 people now in all different types of, you know, approaches to using Instagram. But this is where you're hiring a good coach. They're going to customize it. That's what I'm looking for. They're going to customize it for you. So one, it needs to be a good fit, having those same values, the same goals, things like that, shared kind of goals for, for, for you. But they have the ability to also customize this thing, this approach for you. Now, we got to remember, coach, a good coach will share their expertise. I think of it from physical, physical therapy as well, right? If you think of a physical therapist as a coach, a main reason that someone's hiring a physical therapist is because the physical therapist knows more than them, which sometimes is a sad thing to say. Right? They don't know necessarily more about that person's body, but they may know more about treatment. Right? There's a difference there. And so that's what we hire them for their, for their expertise. But when we think about coaching in general, even with physical therapy, you still got to do the work. Their expertise, it, that, that is only, you know, that's, that's cool, but it's only helpful if you actually learn it, you understand it, you implement it. Right? And then ultimately, you master it. That's when them sharing this actually becomes that success that you were looking for, that guaranteed success that we talked about in the first half of the episode. Right? So we hire them for their expertise. We hire coaches for their expertise. So yes, I very much want a coach that is really fucking good at the thing that I want to be doing. I know that there are arguments out there for you know, some people that will hire someone that's not great at doing the thing that they want to do, but they are great at teaching it, which is fine. That's not how I am. That's not how I am at all. The second thing that I believe you can get from hiring a coach or you should get, you will get from hiring a coach is someone that's going to hold you accountable. I also believe this is a huge reason why people go to physical therapy because they won't do their shit on their own. I spoke about this in a previous episode. Uh, I believe it's called, the episode was uh, how to motivate your patients or something like that. And uh, I pulled that from what I think it's called this, you know, the autonomy spectrum or spectrum of autonomy, something like that. Uh, but this concept of introjected regulation where you kind of do things because you want to make someone proud or because you don't want them to be let down. You don't let them down. And so there's definitely value in that. It is fleeting, or I should say, I don't want to say it's fleeting. It's not uh, everlasting, right? We need to move through those phases and ultimately move into uh, internal or excuse me, intrinsic motivation. But when we're first starting out, and especially when it's things that we like, don't really want to be doing, which is the next point I have, it is great to have someone that's going to hold you accountable. Did you do this thing? They're going to set some dates for you and, and hold you to that. Point number three is, or yes, point number three is that they're going to, hiring a coach, 
they're going to get you to do the things or ask you to do the things that you probably don't want to do or the things that you otherwise wouldn't do on your own but would behoove you, would benefit you to do as you're looking to progress and go to the next level and, and make improvements on this thing, right? Typically, I think it's best to hire a coach when you're looking to improve on something. Like, I don't need a coach to help me stay the same. That, that doesn't make no sense to me. But if I'm looking to get better at something, it makes a ton of sense to, to hire a coach then. So oftentimes when we want to get better at something, it is a matter of we need to do things that we haven't otherwise done or we've kind of like fucked off. We're like, I don't want to do that because I'm not good at it, right? We know kind of the, the irony there is that proficiency leads to or increased proficiency leads to increased desire, meaning the better you are at something, the more likely you are to want to do that thing. But you have to get past that initial point of sucking at it so that you can actually get good at it. Right, so you're not going to want to do it, and this is where a coach can, can come in, and they program this thing for you. And ideally, they are programming things in such a way that it's not just like suck fest all the time. Right? A good coach is going to be able to create that environment that it's giving you some wins, highlighting some wins, which is going to tie into one of the next points that are coming up, and also get you doing these things that are going to help you progress. Like one of the best main things I can think about from like a sports perspective is like I actually don't think that you should finish – a session you should finish practice with fitness like I also don't think that like practice is the best time to be working on fitness but you know thinking back to I, well, if you don't know I played division one soccer at Georgetown and sometimes you would end practice and you would like do running shit which I didn't really mind that much I'm a pretty good runner but that's like the worst way to end practice because that's what you remember Right? The same things happen with movies. Nothing nothing to do with fitness, but they put the good songs at the beginning and the ends of the movies because this is what you remember. So, what am I saying? That's what you remember. So you have, when you put fitness at the end of the session, that's what you remember about that session. And that like isn't necessarily the best way to end a session. Any of you who've played basketball, you know that you never, ever, I think you, you, could, you folks listening could fill this in for me. I'm going to give you a second to fill in. You never, ever... You never, ever, ever, ever end on a miss. Never. You go back and you take a layup. You don't have, you don't have a foul shot. You always end on a make. Anyone listening to this who played basketball, you know this. So, you know, a good coach is going to create that environment where they'll put in the things that maybe you don't love doing, but they're also going to give you things that you do like doing because that's going to keep you doing the thing. Next point here, it ties into that. A good coach or hiring a good, co hiring a good coach will allow you to focus on just one thing at a time. This can happen within physical therapy, right, where you're just focusing on this. Oftentimes, in physical therapy, our biggest role was like, don't do that shit. You can't go running yet. Like, you're going to focus on this one thing right here. I'm going to tell you, based on my expertise, this is what we need to be focusing on. The kind of, I don't know, it's not flip side. The, the next part about that is that it allows you to just do that thing and not have to worry about other things. So I'm thinking about right now where perhaps you, you know, hire a coach for programming. Then all you have to do is just do the programming. So technically, Brian Borstein would be my, my hypertrophy coach because I follow Paragon training and Paragon training methods and he writes the programming. And I don't, I don't have to think about anything. I don't have to go put together a fucking workout and worry about periodization or none of that stuff because that's not my expertise. I can just... Count on him for that. 
And I just get to follow that. Anyone who's done CrossFit, you understand this because when you are in a workout, the last thing that you want to do and are likely able to do is count. You'll do three reps and lose count. And you're like, that was only three. And you're like, is it four? was that four? Was it four reps or was it two? I don't, know, I don't know where I'm at. Same thing happens when you're playing volleyball, right? Playing beach volleyball, you got to keep score. Especially after a long rally, I, I totally forget the score. I'm like, what What was the score? Seven, seven, three? And they're like, uh, it was 10 to 12. I'm like, well, there we go. Now we know. Because my brain, I need to focus on the one thing at a time. Hiring a coach can allow for that. It's not that you're mindless when you're doing things either. It's that you can be fully you know, mindful, 100% mindful towards the thing that you're doing and not have to worry about other stuff. I do want to interject something here and take it with a grain of salt. Take what serves you, leave the rest. I think that there is an argument to be made for people who are trainers doing their own programming. Now, I know in the same, you know, just five seconds ago, I said that it can be great to not have to worry about that stuff. And if you are a trainer for a living, maybe the last thing that you want to do is program for yourself. So I want to respect that. I'm just throwing out a but and, you know, but also for any of you that maybe you're on the fence and, and you are a trainer and you're thinking about this. I think that from a marketing perspective, there is huge value, tremendous value in your customer seeing you doing the programming that you're programming for them or you programming for yourself so they know that that proficiency is there. I don't think that necessarily people are going to judge you if you don't, but I think that there is a lot of value to be had in you doing your own programming. So again, I am not here to call anybody out. I'm not here to shame anybody. If you are a trainer and you don't do your own programming, there are plenty of reasons, namely that you're fucking tired and you don't want to be programming for yourself. That that makes total sense. I am throwing the other side out here as a coach, as a, you know, someone that, that helps people with marketing, that there's a lot of value in that story that's being told by you doing the programming or some you know, variation of the programming or you programming for yourself, uh, kind of tying into that aspirational quality. So just food for thought, take what serves you, leave the rest, okay? All right, and the last thing that I believe you should get, will get, could get from hiring a good coach is they lend you their confidence. There is something just magical, something that's beyond description, about someone believing in you, especially someone that you respect. So I, the first person that comes to mind right now is my mom, obviously. And from a business perspective, it's Allison Evans, who I've brought in the podcast. And, you know, her belief in me as an instructor, her belief in me as the maestro has been integral. It's been paramount. It's been unparalleled, just... just incredible. And so a coach can absolutely lend you their confidence when just by believing in you and telling you these things. Now, of course, we don't want people blowing smoke. So, you know, hopefully they're, they're not doing that. But having someone believe in you, having someone, you know, hold you up and support you in that way is just it's literally from me. I struggle to find the words. I just kind of wrote down on the board here, lend confidence. I, I don't have all the words for this, 
But I think any of you listening who have been on the receiving end of that know exactly what I'm talking about. And I already know that so many of you do this for your clients. So this is not to say that every coach needs to do that or that every coaching relationships that every coaching relationship lends itself to that. But that is one potential benefit, one potential potential, sorry for the whistle, one potential thing that could come out of having hiring a coach. Okay, so if we do a little quick reha- recap, I'm looking at the time, we're almost done. We do a little quick recap. Some of the kind of truths about coaching, in my opinion. Number one, you don't need to hire a coach. You don't you need to eat, breathe, sleep, talk to living things, interact with living things, and 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 go to the bathroom. That's pretty much it. Two, coaches don't need coaches. Coaches could benefit for sure from having coaches, especially a coach that is different expertise. Absolutely. Absolutely. But oftentimes that phrase is more so used to sell one's own services or justify why one has a coach. Okay. Uh, Number three, you are not guaranteed success outside of the things that are within your control by hiring a coach. I do believe that a coach could guarantee you success within the things that are within your control if you obviously do the things that they're coaching you on. But there is no guarantee outside of the things that are outside of your control. Right? So I said outside twice there. I'm not sure if the sentence made sense, but I think you know what I'm saying with that. So if you're thinking about hiring a coach and it's for things that are outside of your control, understand that while they may be able to help you, there's no guarantee. No one will be able to guarantee that. Like like if you hired a freaking financial analyst, like they can't guarantee what the market's going to do. They will probably try to sell you on that but they can't, they can't guarantee that, okay? And the last one is that if we are gonna think about hiring a coach as a shortcut, it is a relative shortcut, not an absolute shortcut. It may expedite things as it relates to your own personal journey, not some absolute scale, not in comparison to other people's journey. Simply your journey, your own journey, as compared to your own journey without guidance, okay? So those are the things, the the truths that I believe about coaching, hiring a coach. The things that I believe you will get, could get, should get if you hire a good coach is one, they will share their expertise. That is huge and typically the number one reason that we hire a coach. Coming in a very close second in terms of reasons we hire a coach, they're going to hold you accountable. There's a bit of that introjected regulation going on there or maybe you don't want to let them down, but either way, they're going to keep you accountable ideally, uh, to this thing. And, you know, I got to think about what you like. Do you need coach? Do you need someone to hold you accountable? Are you a bit more intrinsically motivated for things? Uh, So, you know, take it or leave it with that. Point number three, they're going to get you to do the things or they're going to ask you to do the things, I should say, that you don't want to do, right? The things that will typically help you get to that next level. Number four, they're going to allow you to focus on just one thing right? and just worry about doing one thing at a time. Ideally, you work together to identify what that thing is and then you just get to focus on that thing 
gain proficiency, work towards mastery, and then move on to the next thing. They're going to hold you accountable and get you doing that thing. And then lastly, which maybe is the, I don't want to say most important, just the best. And not every coaching relationship lends itself to this, but when it does, it's magic, is a good coach just might lend you their confidence, which if you've ever been on the receiving end of this is absolutely, absolutely unmatched. There is nothing like having someone who you respect see and say the potential that they see in you. It's just absolutely incredible. All right. That, my friends, is it. That's the full list. That's my discussion about coaching. If you think you need a coach, I don't even, again, that's not even my word. If you think you might want to hire a coach, go through those things. And, uh, you know, that second half of the list are these things that I want, want help with. Fuck yeah. Go and, go and hire someone. And again, make sure for that first part that they're a good fit, especially with the values. If you feel like you're kind of getting bullied into coaching or you're just hearing it everywhere and you're like, do I need one? Do I need one? You know, maybe re-listen to the whole episode and and really think with the first part about the reality of hiring a coach and then the things that you might get. And then again, take what serves you, leave the rest and make the decision for yourself. All right officially gonna wrap it up as always endlessly appreciative for every single one of you until next time friends maestro maestro